Welcome to Prison Island! Welcome to Prison Island, Monkey D. Luffy. Hello, I'm Jeff. That's Ben. Hi. Inside Xbox is on. It is. Yeah. uh, It turns out what's inside the Xbox, a bunch of computers. Chips. Computers. Uh, yeah, there's multiple computers inside there. There's a bunch of little computers, and they all work mm-hmm. together to make Halo make go ha ha ha. Take that aliens. Yeah, uh, he's always saying take that. That's that's his line. Hi hi hi. Take that aliens. He's always saying that. Uh hello. This is the after show. We're here doing our thing after the other show. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Um, we got some pressing business here at the top of the show. Unfortunately. Do you already know what this is? Yeah, I can see it over here. It's it's I I heard this. This is this reminded me that we need to take care with what we say on these shows. <laughs> that our words have uh, consequences. Yeah, that we that we can accidentally will things into existence that shouldn't exist. Uh huh. Um, and <sighs> Jeff, this is a little something. So last week, I I was upset at the fact that there was no. When I looked in YouTube for the Bubsy rap, mm-hmm. there's nothing there. But uh friend of the site, Jeremy Medina, took it upon. No it. friend of mine. <laughs> this is. I'm just going to play it. Okay. Have you ever just Google things that come into your mind? I yeah. said that. This is me. Carpet dope. All sorts. That's you. Bubsy rap. We're going to sue. Uh, like it, like W-R-A-P? Nope. Picture an animal mascot with a rebellious attitude. He's the number one guy you think of on the fly because he's truly the greatest dude. He needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. The original sand created by Berlin and published by Accolade. Bubsy the Bobcat began his adventure in 1993. And since then has grown and become more known as the king of verbosity. His signature look is a t-shirt with a big red exclamation mark. And that's really it. It's the simplest yet, but he knocked it out of the park. This is longer than I remember it. Yeah. It goes, man. It goes. <laughs> it goes hard. Go so, you read me up on the internet, huh? I just hope you had your filters on. Go ahead. Make my day. Saving the world from the woolies who keep stealing all of the yarn balls. Bubsy the Grey constantly demonstrates his ability to maul. After jumping on alien heads with a force greater than a ton of bricks, the woolies retreat, feeling shame and defeat, and we're safe from the evil trick. I like that it covers the entire Bubsy canon. Uh, all the best raps are basically book reports that rhyme. <laughs> we wouldn't be the same without you. For instance, we'd have less yarn. You truly are the greatest mascot. Truly. So yeah. Those arms a flex. You ever watch that uh, pilot episode Nobody of Bubsy Cartoon? Yeah. A lot of source material drawn from that. Mm-hmm. Take that, Gex. Who wrote this stuff? I feel like doing Gex dirty at the end of it is maybe the the grimiest part of that whole rhyme. That's right. You got to get Dana Gould on the in the studio. That's right. <laughs> Dana Gould straight off the dome. <laughs> so uh, thanks for that, Jeremy. Yeah, thank you so so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Oh man. That's uh, so. I think I I think I watched that when I was I had forgotten about it because I think I watched that when I was at my sickest last week. <laughs> so uh, it could have been just like a fever dream that you had. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't technically have a fever, but I didn't know. So <laughs> I, you know, but I think I probably saw that Friday. 
That sounds about right. Yeah, I. Yeah, man. I, Words have uh, actions. War, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. You say something like Bubsy Rap, just thinking you're doing a goof, and then suddenly it's, it's, it's it consequences. Exists. There's consequences. That's you, you got to be careful with that out there, Jeremy, because that's the sort of thing that's going to get you into the next Bubsy game, <laughs> and, and then like that's where this leads, right? As they hear it and go, "Oh, we've got to get this." The plot to the next Bubsy game is he's coming for all the podcasters who talk dirty to him. I would okay. That's that's all right. Now you're writing a Bubsy game that Uwe Bowles Bubsy. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Now I'm I'm back on board. Um. Yeah. No. Thank thank you for th- writing that. For writing that. Uh. We're here. And you can be here with us in a variety of ways. Uh. We've got information about how to contact us via Discord up there in the chat. Uh, if you have not seen it before, it's a, you know, you can send us a friend request, go through, jump through those hoops and then get a hold of us live. Uh, you can also use the ask a question button up at the top of the page. And, uh, the third way, everyone's favorite, the third way, uh, is voicemail. 707 exit flu. I, one of these days I'm going to write down what that phone number really is in numbers and, you know, then we're going to stop saying exit flu. We're never going to stop saying exit flu. We should find something else. Hey, check this out. Okay. 707 Brexit flu. Is that anything? I mean, it's not. It doesn't. It would not reach us. I mean, just as a concept. Yeah. I mean, sure. That's something. Let's get Brinty to weigh in on this. Yeah. Uh, Brinty to weigh in on important subjects like Brexit, <laughs> Warhammer, Beans, all the important stuff. Uh, can we make that happen? Can we set that up? No. Um, gosh, I don't know. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been a weird week for me because I was, I thought I was just going to be sick for a day and then better again. It was like a head cold thing that I was like, oh, this isn't so bad, uh, on Wednesday. And then I woke up Thursday feeling like five times worse at least. And I was like, oh, this is fucked. I'm, I'm in bad. And Thursday I was a. Right, uh, Brinty weighs in and says, it's bad. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Great. Uh, glad to have that officially, officially official. Um, and then I woke up Friday still feeling messed up, but like slightly better. And then by like the end of the day Friday, I was like, okay, I'm not sick anymore. I'm just gunked up. It's like someone stuffed my sinuses full of beans. Uh... And it was a bad time. And that bad time has lasted until this morning when I still actually don't feel 100%. I feel 100%. I am just gunked up. Gunged, if you will. Anyway, we've got some questions here from the chat. Uh, Let's see. Blatant Save Scum asks, what are the worst raps? You got any favorite bad raps? Uh, the one from the one that Tom Hanks and uh, what's his name do in Dan Aykroyd. I, uh, I believe Angels? I said, I'm sorry. I said worst raps, not best raps. Oh, okay. And City that- of Crime from the film Dragnet. Yeah. Uh, much like the Bubsy rap uh, basically tells the plot of the Dragnet film. Just in the middle of it. Uh, 
much like the rap verse in uh, On Our Own uh, from Ghostbusters 2, wherein Bobby Brown says, all the while the slime was under the building. <gasps> so they backed up, regrouped, came equipped, put the proton backs on their back, and they split. And they found out about Vigo, the master of evil. And if you try to battle my boys, that's not legal. Uh, those are all the best raps. Then I'll I'll go for like um, Caesar, like a chicken Caesar wrap. I, I would much rather eat this as salad. I, I you know like I I feel like I wanted raps to happen about five to seven years before they happened. Mm. But the dream that we always had was a Mongolian beef burrito. Ooh, uh, because there was no wrap did not exist as a concept. So I was like, oh, we need to make cool burritos. Yeah, burritos are already cool. But what if we? What if we hack these burritos? Yeah, what if we were burrito hackers? And the dream that we always had was the Mongolian beef burrito. And uh, we never made it a reality, but it always seemed like a good idea. Um, you know, you put some rice in there, some steamed rice, yeah. some Mongolian beef. Done. Wrap it up. It's handheld. And and you're finished. I'm looking at Consequence of Sound's uh, 25 Worst Number One Wraps. And I can't mm-hmm. trust this list because number 13 on here is Informer by Snow. That's just a good song. It is. That's just a classic. Oh, Wild Wild West. That's a good one, actually. That's not, I mean, but like that's still like competently produced. Okay, Crazy Town's Butterflies on this list. Yes. That's that's getting there. Yeah. But okay, Thrift Shop I will also allow. Wait, um, how, are you, how are you seeing what I'm seeing? I got fucking eyes everywhere, man. I'm just making sure I'm not putting this out <laughs> You might be. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so I'm talking about stuff like D. Lil. I don't even know. D. That's Lil. David Faustino of Married with Children fame. Uh huh. Bud Bundy, if you will, uh, put out a song called I Told Ya. And there's a video for it. And that's a quality rap. I'm talking about Freak of the Week by Ron Jeremy. And so basically, DJ Polo. Anything by somebody who's not a rapper. Yeah, but like the, but is but, is, but is rapping. Uh is is where we we get into like the the true fucking darkness. Like a rapping granny. Yeah, like a rapping granny. Uh rapping granny's you didn't use your blinker fool. The response to Will Smith's "You saw my blinker, bitch." <laughs> Dirty talk from Will Smith. I know it was rough times. Um, Doctor M to the J uh, wants to know the the easiest question to answer in the world: breakfast burritos, yes or no? Hell yeah! Absolutely. They're so versatile. Oh yeah, you can really put. Okay, my question to you is what key ingredients makes it a breakfast burrito? Eggs. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, I, if I'm getting a breakfast burrito and it's my ideal scenario, I'm getting eggs. I'm getting some kind of pork, usually a bacon, but sometimes it ends up being a sausage. But some kind of breakfast meat, like a chorizo. Yeah. Like a chorizo. Yeah. Hell, I'll uh, take ham. Yeah, I'll take ham. It's probably last on the list. Sure. But hey. Uh, 
And then I guess like hash browns or some kind of potatoes. Some kind of potato. And that's usually and cheese. I'll fuck with black beans sometimes. Yeah, I don't I don't want black beans at breakfast, but in a breakfast burrito? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they go with the potatoes nicely. Yeah. That that would that would work out great. Uh the Safeway where I get my breakfast burritos from most of the time. I don't get a lot of breakfast burritos, I should say. They just take uh, potato wedges because they don't make hash browns. And they just chop them up. They dice them and throw them in there. That's good. It's okay. It's They're never as warm as you want them to be. Oh, sure. That's my problem with the Safeway breakfast burrito, at least the Safeway that I go to. Maybe your Safeway is better. <laughs> your Safeway experience may vary. That's true. Um, that's, that's very true. Is there any one thing your Safeway does better than the others? Because the um, Safeway that was by my house growing up, uh, their bagels were on another level compared to everywhere else's. They were just like the perfect amount. I like my bagels a little undercooked, a little doughier, okay. oh, right. and they just nailed it consistently. So by miscooking their bagels in a way that most people would find off-putting. Yeah. They did it the best for me. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean... I lived literally across the street, so they're probably doing oh, it yeah, for well, me. I guess, yeah, you were probably buying enough. You were not complaining, so no. why would they change? Um, I think that the Safeway uh, that I go to is uh, probably really good at being out of shit. <laughs> That's something that they do better than most other supermarkets, I think. Uh, Fade to Funk says, did you guys talk about Halo Master Chief Collection on PC yet? Yeah, I think we did. I, we said welcome to Prison Island. Yeah, we did say welcome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they're doing that. Like that. It's, it's yeah. They were yes. They're doing that. It's weird that it's on Steam, but like, what is it? Age of Empires two was on Steam, so yeah, that's not a you know, necessarily unique thing. Um. So fuck it. Why not? Uh. Maybe that would be a bigger deal to me if I like was like a little more, I don't know what the word is, uh, reverent of the Halo franchise. Like, yeah. I, I like Halo fine, but I'm not like weird about it. I don't know. For me, it's exciting because I never had an Xbox uh, mm-hmm. growing up, so I'm finally going to get a chance to play through those campaigns and, you know, see for myself. Obviously... Visiting Halo 1, 2, and probably 3 even in 2019, I'm not going to get that same sort of experience that I could have gotten back in the day. Uh, The thing about the way that Halo is now, now that it is old, um, is that the ending of Halo 2 does not matter as much. The ending of Halo 2 was a nightmarish cliffhanger that was just abysmal and like this weird turn that was just like, oh this like this is a bad ending to this game that has been a long-awaited sequel to halo one uh and if you can just like finish it and then immediately go play halo 3 the the impact of that ending is far lessened having to wait multiple years between halo 2 and halo 3 you're like god fuck this this is terrible i see that they're adding reach too yeah yeah, that's cool. I thought that that was in there already. I don't know. It's, I thought that I. I guess that was the one that wasn't. I yeah. I I did not keep a super track of Master Chief Collection. I guess. Um. But yes, they should put that on PC because they should put everything on PC because uh, that just fits with their eventual goals of 
Xbox as a service and all that other stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I think it makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, Daltamond uh, ran the phone number through some, some of those filters and came with some additional words we could use. Oh yeah. 70 sex. It flew. No. All right. 70 sex hue 58 really rolls off the tongue i don't like losing the 707 yeah i don't either <laughs> and 70 so it l8 that doesn't work so out. it s-e-w e-l it, it doesn't it doesn't that doesn't work at all so exit flu i guess is the best we can do Woo! all right um Hey Jeff. Yes. So we can read. We read from the chat. We do live, read from the chat live. But we also have other ways of live communication. Live communication. I love it. And one of those is a friendly phone call through Discord audio. Hello, friendly phone caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey guys, this is uh, Noah from New York. Old hey. blue eyes on the site. Hey Noah, what's uh, what's on your mind? Uh, my question is uh, came after a long study session. Uh, what were you guys ever introduced to an academic concept through a game before learning about it anywhere else? Uh, anywhere else? My example would be the concept of deterrence, and I'm learning about it now through uh, my college studies for political science and international relations. Mm. And what? And you learned that from what I, video I'm game? Sorry, I learned that from Metal Gear first. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have the same answer as you. Uh, specifically Peace Walker, I think, right? was the first one where they really started talking about it. And MGS1 really starts to get into it, but... but yeah. yeah. But I feel like Peace Walker was heavy on the, the whole hot cold man was like, I gotta have the nukes, so nobody will use the nukes thing. But I could just be making that up. You're probably just making that no, up. That sounds about right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. No problem, Ben. Well, if Noah agrees with you, then I guess I have to as well. <laughs> I hate being an outlaw. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> We're all in agreement here. We're all good friends. Anything come to mind for you, Jeff? Uh, you know, it, it's not necessarily an academic concept, but like synesthesia. Oh. Uh, the stuff, uh, th that was something that they talked about a lot with Rez. Um, the concept of seeing sound, in a sense. Um, and... Uh, some of the works of Kandinsky that kind of like play off of that stuff. Uh, I ended up kind of like reading into that a little bit after res got announced and then they started talking about it. Um, did not get super scholarly about it, but I, but I did, I did some reading. I did some additional research of my own for kicks. So that's what I got. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Noah. Thanks for your call. Thanks guys. Yeah. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Avagad says, do you think Valve paid to have it on Steam or was it mutually beneficial? I assume you're talking about Halo. Um, no, I, I don't think Valve paid to put Halo on Steam. I, I think Microsoft is uh, in the business of getting their games out to people and Steam has a lot of people. Uh, they have put games on Steam before and so I think this this makes sense to go on there. It's not a, a brand new release or whatever. But also, if you look at the long-term play for Microsoft of being Game Pass, uh, then 
building awareness that Halo exists on PC on Steam makes sense because then you could say, hey, you could just buy this on Steam or you could sign up for Game Pass and just get it that way <clears throat> through the Windows Store. Um, which I think probably makes more sense uh, for what you know Microsoft's needs are. But, you know, they're, they're certainly going to sell a uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive on Steam, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they, they've been putting some stuff on Steam for a while now. But I, I think some of that stuff will end up being in service of like, hey, we'll put it all on here for sale, but don't don't buy it here. Just go sign up for the subscription stuff and play Halo for an hour and go, oh, right. Um, and, uh, and move on from there. Uh, let's see. Um, Chris7626 says, I just got my first 144 hertz free sync monitor. What game should I get to check out them frames? Mm. Mm. For me, it was Titanfall 2 Ooh. on PC. And, and yeah, stuff and that's movement focused yeah. is really going to get you your best framage. Yeah, Wreckfest was really uh, a good early test of the adaptive sync experience. I imagine like a, you could probably do worse than like, or how about like a Forza, the new Forza I feel like might be, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's when I had yeah. trouble with. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So I'm trying to think of the games that I thought looked good and didn't run super optimally on my computer that could look a little bit better. That yeah, yeah that like Forza, Forza looked really good at, at high frame rates. Also, if you've got a yeah. PC that can drive that frame rate, uh, yeah, Forza definitely takes advantage of it. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, Arjun N says there's a new free character in Lethal League Blaze. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, they've added two, maybe three since launch. Uh, I have not yet gone back to it. Maybe, uh, maybe UPF we can... Check back in. Yeah, I'm always uh, I'm always game to play a little more Lethal League Blaze. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got any voicemails down there? Sure do. Some VMs. Let's take this one. Some V dogs. Hey Ben and Jeff, this is Ron from Louisiana. This might be a two parter question, it's but not. I suffer from carpal tunnel and tendonitis, and my friends. Um, bought me an arcade fighting stick so that I can continue playing video games. So um, my question was, or questions were, that um, have you, in your line of work of playing video games and writing, you know, being on the computer all the whole time, or editing, does, do you suffer from any of these types of injuries, and what do you do to uh, compensate for that, or help out with those uh, pains that you have? And do you have uh, any family members who have really, or friends or family members, have really uh, embraced your love of video games and love of certain... I'm just going to... I forgot to stop that, but I, I, I want to focus on the first part of his question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know personally, uh, <clears throat> playing a lot of fighting games, specifically um, like platform fighters and, and smash games like that on a, a controller rather than an arcade stick can lead to a lot of really bad hand problems. I have a lot of friends who have um, specifically like, oh, my thumb just straight up doesn't work super well right now because I fucked it up playing 
a million hours of melee and stuff like that. Is this, so just, okay, is this because the GameCube controller is actually terrible? Yes. And too small? Yes. And garbage? Yes. Yeah. Though they'll never admit it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you learn like a variety of hand stretches and stuff. And I've actually carried that into whenever I know I'm going to be playing a game on a controller for a really long time. I'll do them before. There's like, you know, you do wrist rolls. You stretch your fingers back and, and up and down and stuff. Like that that sort of stuff is really important to me because I, I also have a disease of the connective tissue. And, you know, making sure I avoid strenuous, strenuosity when possible is, uh, is ideal. Uh, I've just been lucky, I guess. Um you would think that I would be all carpal tumbled up and that my hands and wrists would be a fucking shit show from, you know, 40-ish years of typing on computers. Um, but I have not had any major issues. Uh, recently, uh, my th- I, I started getting phone, like like my thumb and, and, and between my thumb and index finger started hurting because of too much phone usage. Mm. And it made me wonder if there's a, if this is the ultimate downside to let's get big phones. Um, because the bigger, heavier phone is, uh, you know, tough on, on the hand. Yeah. I'm using a pop socket for the first time. We got these new. Yeah. Uh, are they in the store right now yet? I don't, I don't know. I don't but know. They're coming soon if they're not. Uh, and honestly, like this has made it a lot easier to navigate my giant phone, not having to like hold yeah. it at weird angles. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I, I hold mine at weird angles. Yeah. That's just how it's going. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, my, I, my phone, my thumb has definitely, um, there, there have been weeks where I was like, oh, I've spent too much time on my phone fucking around and my, now my hand hurts for like a week. Um, but video games and typing on keyboards, I have been lucky so far i I get another one um and i guess there's a huge rise in this uh a lot of like lyft and uber drivers get it too where um if you leave your like your elbows on something for too long like you know i'll be sitting there resting my elbows on and then like typing on a keyboard or something or like playing apex or dota or whatever and then it just starts to like fuck up your whole arm like get nerve damage and stuff I have been, and, and I don't know if it's because of like where my arm rests when I'm driving, because I, I, I I'm in a car at least you know three hours a day. Yeah. Um, where like my shoulder up here, kind of like connected area here, uh, hurts a lot, and I don't know if it's from that or something, but like sometimes I'll get shooting pains down my arm and down into my shoulder and my my forearm, triceps, biceps, and whatnot. Um, and that's been bugging me off and on for several months now to the point where I really should go see somebody about it, but who has the time in this economy? Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, sons plays games asks a similar question, but about eye strain, you guys ever have any power problems with, uh, with eye strain or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, though that was more of just a general issue, not, not anything game related. I don't, mm. I, I actually can't say if it, if it was related to games or not, but which is like looking at screens period, like yeah, computing, you, you know, since I've got, well, and just having bad eyes mm. and not realizing it for 27, eight years. Um, 
But these glasses have uh, some of that screen protection stuff built in, and I have noticed myself being able to game longer and harder for, nice. because of it. Yeah, extreme esports glasses. I like it. Uh, I need glasses. Almost definitely. <laughs> um, but uh, again, who has the time to go get an eye exam? Uh, actually, I do. But every time I go, they're like, you should have made an appointment. It says, your sign says walk in, walk-ins, welcome. So I walked in. And they're like, welcome, but not like. And they're basically like, well, why don't you walk in two weeks from now? I'm like, why? And I'm like, why don't you walk up my ass? And they say walk up's not welcome. Yeah. And then I walk out of the Costco. <laughs> I hear the Costco eye exam stuff is great, but I apparently will never know. Um, you get a slice of pizza too. After. Yeah, right. Say that about a fucking proper eye doctor. Pizza? No, this is an eye doctor. They'll say the Costco eye doctor is like I'm a, not only an eye doctor, but I'm right next to the pizza or tires. I don't know. What do you want? It's a Costco. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I I get dry eyes, but I, I don't know that I've uh, ever had. I, I th- I'd say I'm actually probably doing better about not just staring at screens for eight hours straight uh, like I used to. You know, get up, look around. Like I'm I'm better about that now than I used to uh, used to be because I used to just get dry eyes and my eyes were just red all the time. Everyone just assumed I was just fucking high as fuck constantly. Like no, nope, well I just. Uh, just look at video games all the time and the internet, which is like a video game, only different. Um, let's see here. Uh, you any other uh, voicemail stuff? It sure do. I love, I love, Over here. I love voicemails. I'm a big <coughs> voicemail me. fan. Yeah? I'm a fan of voicemails. I leave them all the time. Hey, Jeff and Ben. I was at the grocery store, and I was inspired by your conversation about vinegar, and I noticed that there's an all-natural apple cider vinegar drink found here in eastern Pennsylvania. thought you might find that interesting. Do you find that's interesting? I was aware of that. Mm. Uh, that's not, that well, I wasn't aware that they sold it there, but I know that they sell it here. And it's just like straight up drinking vinegar. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like here's just a cold bottle, like a like a uh, in your freezer, you know, not the freezer, in the, in the refrigerated drink section of a supermarket. Here's some fucking vinegar? I was introduced to a homeopathic, you're feeling sick, so drink this recipe from my partner's parents. And it's uh-huh. apple cider vinegar, okay. honey, mm-hmm. lemon, and something else, and boy, it CBD sucks. oil sucks, sucks, sucks ass to drink. Yeah, I bet. Um, and I think it's all mental because you drink it, you feel awful, and then once you don't feel awful from drinking it anymore, you feel better. Yeah, that that's I, I would believe it. Yeah, I I just again I think vinegar. Fallopian tubes in the chat here says vinegar is probably the most disgusting substance ever. I don't agree with that, but it is on the list. Vinegar rules. Oh, God. Pickles. Mustard. Mm. Woo. Does mustard have a vinegary taste? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right? Maybe that's part of why I fucking hate mustard. I think, I think it might. Yeah. You're not in tune with your... 
I think it's the parts on the sides of your tongue okay. that are your yeah. sour receptors. I have like a narrow, long tongue. I've got a flat, wide tongue. Mm. <laughs> that explains it. Yep. There That's why go. we're complete opposites. That's right. Uh, oh, I wanted to say, uh, if you have, if you want to call in and leave voicemails with your weird local drinks that you think are cool and weird, I would like to hear more about those. Yeah. I would love to hear more about cool local drinks. Um, let's see here. Uh, Fanboy4 says, have you guys seen the AI enhanced remastered CG cutscenes and pre-rendered backgrounds? Makes me excited for enhancing PC ports of older games. Have you seen this? Wait, what is what? So people are taking like an algorithm, uh, like an AI, uh, an, like an AI algorithm, uh-huh. machine learning or something. Yeah. Um, and setting it loose on stuff like Final Fantasy VII or like Resident Evil, like games with these pre-rendered backgrounds. And the AI, it's not, it's, you know, like, because you can put a filter on thing to try to up-res something and, and do all this stuff, but, you know, it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all solution. So the idea is that the AI is kind of trying to find the best solution to interpret what these textures are supposed to look like Here. at a higher resolution. And some of the results are, like, really fucking good. Whoa. Uh, and that's stuff that like, you know, like people can then re-release as texture pap- packs of just like, here's high res AI enhanced textures, which is a nonsense concept, AI enhanced textures, <laughs> but, but here it is. Um, and yeah, like it, it, like sometimes it is like a stark difference in terms of just like, wow, like this looks like a proper remaster almost like not just something that, not just a fucking thing you let run on a game to make your textures look better. Um, it's cool. Yeah, that's a weird, like, oh, man, that really opens the door to a lot of weird things companies can do then. Yeah. If it just takes... Well, fuck companies, just people just doing it. That's right. the thing is people are just doing it. You know? But you know, you know this results in companies yeah. taking hold of it and squeezing out every dollar they can. Totally, yeah. Like some someone at like a remaster like port house just got really bummed out because they're like, oh no, machines are taking my job. Holland nineteen forty six asks, is the strategy guide that was included with Fantasy Star two necessary to beat the game? I'm gonna say no, but really yes. Like you could beat it without the guide, but fuck man, that guide is so useful. It doesn't even have like everything in it. Like there's well, it has damn near everything in it. Um, but I feel like it leaves a little bit of mystery in there. Um, the guide was good. I used the guide when I beat the game. And I guess I haven't beat the game since. So take that for what you will. Yes, Magic Rub also uh, points out that the AI can uncensor hentai. Okay. Yeah. So anything that's like, you know, where they like, like they put that kind of mosaic filter on it. You can kind of demosaic something. All right. Uh, which is, you know. Uh, incredibly useful. Very useful. Yeah. Um, I remember, oh boy, I went down a path yesterday where I, we, me and a friend were talking about um, StarCraft use map setting games and just the formative experience of being a youth and finding the like tank defense game where it will uncensor a part of the mini map that is um, fucked with so it looks like a nude lady and Uh just like getting really good at this tower defense game so you can look at the naked lady once. Yep. 
It used to be back in my day. Pornography was something you had to work for. Yeah, well, there's uh, Samantha Fox strip poker for the Commodore 64, and they didn't start naked. You had to be good at an incredibly shitty fucking Commodore 64 poker game to get that kind of action. Um, <clears throat> and that's, you know, that's real talk. Um... Pete Fick asks, Kevin Smith is making a new Jay and Silent Bob movie. Think it'll be good? I don't know. I, I mean, that's the stuff that he's consistently been able to write honestly and truly and all that sort of stuff. I liked Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I thought that movie was all right. It was all right. It's goofy. Uh, yeah. I think if it had all stopped there, that would have been fine. Yeah, I really don't care about Kevin Smith. Yeah. I don't dislike him. I don't like him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm of the same mind. I think people fucking go a little hard on him at times, uh, and I just don't know that it's worth the effort. That's just fine. I don't know that I need any more of it. Uh, at a certain point in my life, uh, mall rats and clerks were, and I, whatever. I'll, I'll watch either. I'll watch mall rats right now. I don't give a fuck. Um, but you know whatever the um i honestly my favorite uh kevin smith thing is the uh clerks tv uh cartoon the cartoon it's really good yeah it's real goofy yeah um boss black says do you think there's any value in documenting the efforts of folks who emulate servers for shutdown mmos is it appropriate or feasible for the wiki to note these efforts in wiki pages for their respective games? I think the legality of it makes that stuff a little weird to note on the wiki, but um, I think the private server stuff is really fascinating. You know, the the lengths that people go to to try to preserve these video games um, that were built in a way that makes them incredibly hard to preserve. You know, trying to hack together server software. You know, the idea that we can still play Fantasy Star Online online is crazy and awesome. Um, I wish that uh, there was, you know, I, I know, I, again, City of Heroes is the one that keeps coming up as like, man, what if there was actual proper City of Heroes private servers? That would be cool. There's kind of something that I, I think it's just like more a social space in the engine as opposed to an actual playable game. Um, but, you know, uh, how you doing over there? Doing great. I thought you'd never ask. Great. Why do you want to? You want to hear something? Or I would something? love to hear something. All right. Whether about, it's a live person or a voicemail. We're a little a uh, little short on live callers this oh. week, but we got plenty of voicemails for People that. People out ass. there are cowards or at work. Hello, it's me, Duke Nukem. Just wanted to say you guys are doing great, and I hope that I'll be back in your console soon. It's a terrible, terrible impression. Not the worst. Really? Hello, it's me, Duke Nukem. Just wanted to say you guys are doing great. And I hope that I'll be back in your console soon. I hope that I'll be back in your console soon. That sounds like something Duke Nukem would say. <laughs> Those alien bastards are going to pay for shooting up my consoles. <laughs> How about a real voicemail? Okay. One that actually... We can discuss. Uh, here we go. Ben and Jeff. 
It's Ethan from Iowa. Oh, I thought this was Duke Nukem again. I'm coming down with something, so I figured what better reason to call in the exit flu line when I might be coming down with the flu. There you go. Anyway, building off of that stupid shit. Talked about chips last week. But you forgot an important aspect of chips, or competitor, I should say. Pork rinds. Over the past few years, I've found myself gravitating more towards them. They are less carbs, saltier, and I can justify paying $2 for a bigger bag. Anyway, that's all. Stay healthy. I like when people don't know how to sign off. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. They've clearly decided to do a voice of some kind as well for, uh, maybe they're just getting sick. Who knows? Um, Maybe that was Duke. Maybe that was Duke. Always bet on Duke. Um, I love a pork rind. I love a good pork rind. Once I got on that no carb kick, I was going to say like keto friendly. Yep. Uh, pork rinds. Uh, pork rinds, the ultimate health food. Though, like you know, pork rinds are good, but getting a real off the grill chicharron, just like actual fried pork skin, mm-hmm. is on another level. I didn't have real homemade. Like pork skin until I went over to Matt Rory's house. Yeah. Uh, and he was serving some up, and boy, howdy. It's just like somehow soft and crunchy and salty and savory. It's like everything you want from a food in one. Mm-hmm. Pork rinds are one of those foods that are like crackers where if you eat a bunch of them, you can't whistle. Oh, really? Like they're just, they're so dry. Yeah. You know, it's like you just get a mouthful of like cracker dust almost, you know, like it's the same, it's the same feeling, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with the way I eat pork rinds, which is to stuff them in my stupid mouth (laughs) as fast as I possibly can. Uh, it, uh, I like, uh, this is a less keto friendly thing, but, uh, I got introduced to slicing open a lime and juicing that over the bag of pork rinds to huh. help it kind of soften up and give it a little tanginess. Yeah, a little tang. It's pretty good. Go for a little tang now and then. Um, Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Pat Graham's, just, you know, just we're just taking food questions at this point. Grits, cream of wheat, or oatmeal? I didn't have grits until uh, probably my late teens. Yeah, not really a thing out here. Not a West Coast thing, but I went to Denny's and they had grits. And I so I guess maybe that that might be the only place I've ever had grits is Denny's. Yeah, I've only had them at like Southern style restaurants around here. Yeah, um, I've never had cream of wheat. Uh, I I had a lot of cream of wheat. Um. Yeah, cream of wheat's all right. I'm I but oatmeal, I I feel like I was raised with a lot of cream of wheat happening, but these days it's more of an oatmeal. Uh if I if I am getting some kind of hot breakfast cereal type thing. Um but cream of wheat, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. No, yeah. I, I like an oatmeal, it's versatile. I'm not gonna go full on Brad with his crazy savory oatmeal bullshit. Yeah, what's he want a steak in there or something? <laughs> but uh, pour some hot sauce on my oatmeal. You know, you can have like maple, you can have fruit and nut, you you can just go all over the place. Like a peach? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, Pop Collar says, "How do you feel about adaptive difficulty in games? Things like Resident Evil tuning certain aspects of the game to keep you on the edge of your seat, but still be beatable at a wider array of skill levels." I always liked this conceptually. Um, the idea of just like, Hey, this, this game is going to kind of like difficulty will respond to you a little bit. And 
So if you're fucking up on a certain segment, I like it when it does it without it being obvious though. When it's like, oh, you died four times to this monster and now suddenly that monster is just not there the next time you respawn. I always felt like that was a little like, all right. All right, coward. We'll let you, we'll let you just get past this part. So I like it when it's a little, uh, when it, when it doesn't make me feel like a, like a loser in the process. If it can, if it can, if it can hide it well, I like that stuff. That's just me though. Uh, Seb Mall says dark chocolate is the best chocolate. This isn't a food question. It's a food statement. I disagree. I eat more dark chocolate now on account of my wife likes dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like milk chocolate. That's me. I like white chocolate. Yeah. White chocolate. Yeah. Uh, it's the everyone. Least everyone can like white chocolate. chocolate. You know, it's not technically chocolate. <laughs> it's his own thing. But like my favorite dessert as a child was we would go to this Italian restaurant and they would have it's like a tower of mousse and it had light, dark, and white chocolate mousse. Mm. And the white chocolate mousse was far and away the best part of it. I like a dark chocolate. Um I don't fuck with anything above like you know, they get into the like eighty nine percent dark they and get, shit. They get dark. That stuff's too extreme for me, but I I like a dark chocolate. Especially not that I'm trying to reduce artificial sweeteners and, and sugars in my life. Mm. Like having a nice, more less sweet chocolate will help curb the cravings of, you know, like yeah, a I think Hershey's as, chocolate. Yes, I, as I have become, well, the, the other thing is I don't actually know that I love chocolate. Oh. Like it's not, it's fine, but I'm, I'm not like, uh, I, I am not really much for sweets compared to like a salty like i love chips yeah and nuts yeah love nuts love chips oh god damn chips are so good chips are you a fan of chips with eric estrada no not not really um there's the one punk rock episode that i think is it's good but okay. you know other than other than that stuff it's not really yeah so it's like if i'm getting a chocolate thing i'm gonna want nuts in it usually or something else i don't want just here's some chocolate that's not that doesn't do much for me but a, like a peanut butter cup mm. now we're talking yeah peanut m&ms Oof. we're in business hell yeah put some nuts in there put some nuts in that to get a snickers bar snickers it, i like a snickers bar i like it a lot uh Sir HC nine seven eight says, "Do you think we'll ever see consoles offer upgrade modules such as new graphics card, like the N sixty four did with the expansion pack?" I think it's a mess, and I think it's hard to like the types of upgrades that consoles. Like if you look at the upgrades between the uh, baseline PlayStation four and the PS four Pro, or the Xbox and, and the Xbox One X, um, those are sorts of things that would be hard to bolt on unless you built it from the ground up knowing you were going to do that stuff. Uh, I think the the big part of getting a console is that it's easy. You know? So, like, those sorts of interchangeable parts and that sort of stuff in terms of making it more PC-like I think is not a bad idea. But I think it kind of goes against what the, the, the benefits of a console. Um in a lot of ways. So the other thing is, you know, as we get kind of, you know, let's assume that the streaming thing works 
um, then that stuff's just going to kind of go away because it's just going to be like, you know, hey, it's a video stream. It doesn't matter what's on the other end. It doesn't matter what they upgraded or bolted on or whatever. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a video feed coming your way. It's more about your internet speed and, and what kind of video codec you can decode on the other end and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like this conversation or, or this, this way of thinking, if that stuff goes that way, uh, kind of really, really, really fades to the background. We'll see how it goes. I, I don't know. I, I feel like this stuff, the streaming stuff is going to happen whether we want it to or not. Uh, and I think it has the potential to be fine. Um, but I, I guess I worry about certain types of games as the business around selling games changes and all that other stuff. I, I get, I get worried about, um, fighting games. I get worried about fighting games like more than anything else. Um, when it comes to that stuff, Ben, do you worry about fighting games constantly? Great. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been playing a fighting game for more than like initial couple of weeks of me. Like I haven't, I haven't really stuck to a fighting game really, really hard since yeah. like street fighter four, mm. honestly. And, uh, with that announcement of Undernight coming to Evo and a little bit of excitement from some game spot folks around the office here about it, I've been like, it's the first time I'm like in training mode when I'm like waiting for Dota games, you know, I'm playing online a little bit. It's fun, man. It's, it's reigniting that spark that I kind of thought I had lost because when Dragon Ball rolled around, yeah. I was like, I love this. I'm having a great time. I love watching it. I still love watching it, mm. but I just like immediately dropped off a cliff and then was so scared to come back. Yeah. But, uh, it's cool. It's cool when you kind of rediscover that passion that you thought maybe you had lost. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, you know, I, I tell myself every handful of fighting games, like I'm going to try to play this one more and try to actually get legit or, you know, like legit understand the systems yeah. instead of just mashing out the same three combos that I, you know, learned on day one. And I tried that with Street Fighter five and just, I couldn't put in the time. I think that was the, that was the biggest thing. I think that I, and I wonder if that was going to be the last time I ever like tell myself I'm going to do that. Uh, I think I might've just learned my lesson now and been like, okay, okay, maybe that's all right. But at the same time, I'm really excited for mortal Kombat. but I, I think that game has a lot to offer. Even if you don't like those, those, you know, the nether realm, plenty of single player, yeah, yeah, a lot of story stuff and just fun stuff to do. And yeah, you know, it's, it's still, and it, it's easy to have a friend over and be like, yo, you want to play some mortal Kombat? Right. It's harder for me to have a friend over and say, yo, you want to play some Undernight in birth EXE latest? They're just like, I have to go. <laughs> All the time I was going to spend here was just taken up by you reciting the name of that game. <laughs> so we, we got to go. Um, you got any more voicemails? You want to send us out on a voicemail? Sure. Maybe we, uh, maybe we uh, take a hike? Let's do uh, one last voicemail here. I had it for a second. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Jeff and Ben. This is Nick from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Currently in the shower. I, uh, quick question. Like, do you guys wash your body first or start with the hair and, like, go, like, head to toe? Is it a hot spodge? Do you let the conditioner Walking away your hair? from this phone. I need help. Like, soon. 
get back to me, that'd be wonderful. He's in the shower. Okay. So. He needs help. Uh, he called this voicemail in on January 4th. I am so sorry that we oh, did not geez. get is, back to you sooner. Probably pruned up if he's still waiting for this response. Um, you work your way down or you work your way up? Or you start in the middle and I feel like shake I it start, all about? I start in the middle. I, you yeah. know, there's Double pits to chesty? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like they're just they start at the zones that are likely to need it the most mm-hmm. and then radiate out from there. Mm. I feel, and then if I'm watching my hair, I do that at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's oh, yeah. that's the classic move. I uh, I started using a new shampoo, and I thought it smelled really good. Like I, I you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a dudes don't really know about fucking baths and shit. Oh, so I yeah. just buy what smells good, bro. Grooming yourself is for losers. <laughs> this shit smells like a fucking. Campfire yeah. fucked a pickup truck. <laughs> Born on a mountain, raised in a cave, fucking and trucking is all that I crave. Fucking A. Uh, so I bought, I buy the shampoo that smells good. Uh-huh. Uh, or at least, so I think. And then I just like, I was sitting there. I had just showered. And my partner walks to the door and just looks at me and looks like, I want to say something just like that's going to shatter my worldview. And I'm just bracing for it. Yeah. I think that shampoo smells bad, and honestly, I was a little, I was a little crushed. Um, that's uh, that's how it goes sometimes. I've uh, I've been in in a similar situation, uh, with a deodorant and that sort of thing. You think you know? You think you can trust you think, your yeah. senses? You think, yeah, yeah. But you have no idea. You have no idea. Well, that's gonna do it. That's going to do it. What does this mean? Use the credit card method for the bar of soap to clean the butt. You run a credit card like through the Oh, machine. God damn it. All right. End the show. Wait. Well, I mean, you know, it's a bar of soap. Like, if Hold you're, on. Okay, I need to pull you, up the end theme anyway. If you're sharing a bar of soap, I think that that's maybe a little uncouth. But if you're solo with a bar of soap, who cares what you do to that bar of soap? You don't put dirt onto the soap. The soap goes onto you. Right? Right?